Y'all know what time it is. The pod god is back. Okay. Today we got the Johnny Sins. Uh, Lisa Ann, is that her name? Lisa Ann, balls deep approach this basketball shit, okay? That's where we're going right now before the final start. Now, I love doing this stuff in my spare time, you know, the analytics and stuff. And I think people want that for me more, maybe. But my, like I said, this is a common man's podcast, but we're going balls deep today, baby. <laughs> we're getting into it. All right. So Miami Heat, my beloved, my beloved Miami Heat are going to the finals, man. And we fucking really did it. We actually did it. Like for real. Like we actually did it. I can't believe it. Did I think we could go to the Eastern Conference Finals? Yes. Did I think we could beat Milwaukee from the beget from the get-go, from the baguette go, from the beginning of the season, from the baguette go of the season? Absolutely, I fucking did. I truly did. Uh, I just know Spo. Like, people, Spo's going to eventually get more respect. He is the best coach in the NBA. He outcoached who everybody thought was a guru and Brad Stevens. I don't even know if he really outcoached him, but at some point, you got to attack the zone in a different way. You know, you can't have Jalen Brown being a spot up shooter. Like, I'm sorry. You can't. Okay. So, I'm just going to hop right into it. It's going to be a great matchup, right? It's going to be. This isn't David versus Goliath. This is like David versus like 12 Goliaths. I mean, <laughs> the other way. The other way. Goliath versus 12 Davids. Goddamn. Goliath versus like nine Davids, right? You got the superstar power on one side. And once again, like I've been saying on this podcast, we have the most underrated duo in the NBA. Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo who nobody can say his name right, Bam Adebayo, Bam Adebayo. His name is Bam Adebayo. And that's not even his real name, but I don't even want to try to pronounce his real name, okay? His name is Bam Adebayo. He is a first-name guy now in this league. He should be. His name will be Bam within the next year. You're going to go Jimmy, Bam and they're going to be first-name guys, AD, Braun, shit like that, Dame, stuff like that, right? So in this series, oh, man. It just baffles me how these guys are like, every series before this, ooh, the Miami Heat have a chance to go to the finals. This is a really good team. Miami Heat had the chance to go to the finals. This is a really good team. That's all I keep saying. Oh, good team underdog. Got the underdog mentality. Jimmy Butler been sleeping on his couch. He been sleeping on his couch. You got it out the mud. Got to get out the mud. I'm like, okay. But then we get to the finals. They're like, we ain't got a shot. Now, there's two things going on here. One, the narrative for the LeBron haters is being set up, is being stirred in the pot. And I don't want to be that guy, but it's just the truth. They're going to stir that LeBron hate pot up. There's no way Braun should lose this series. There's no fucking way. There's no way. Okay. Let me give you a couple reasons how he could. And to me, they are losing the series. It's hard for me to say that, truthfully. Uh, but it's my team. And if I'm giving you a, a pick with integrity and through and through, I think the Lakers win in seven. But it is my team. And let's be real. 
we are how many? Three hours from tip off. Okay. And to be honest with you, when tip off happens, I think we're sweeping them. <laughs> like, I really do. I'm going to think that we can sweep them. I'm a fucking idiot. All right. And once again, being a rational fan isn't fun. I'm, dude, it's not fun. It's not fun at all. I don't want to be a rational fan. Never have, never will be. There's no point in me being a rational fan. Because then in the games, you're like, just wait and see, man. Just wait and see. It's like gambling. That's why I gamble. I love the thrill of missing an under or something, you know, because they fucking kick a field goal when they're down three possessions, you know, garbage time. But let me get into these stats, okay? This is why if it comes down to close games, yes, LeBron is, besides this public thing, this public false narrative going around that he's not a good closer, he's actually t- statistically the greatest closer of all time. Uh, we've all seen the, the the stats, more buzzer beaters, more clutch hit jumpers, uh, all the stats above everybody in the playoffs and in the regular season, more than anybody ever. But, you know, you still don't know who you're going to give the ball to last. And that's still y'all's argument with him and people, which is dumb. Now, the Heat and Clutch time, right? We're 9-2. and two. This is five points or less with five minutes to go. Right? Our plus-minus... We're nine and two. Our plus minus is plus forty four in the clutch time. You know the next highest, OKC, plus twelve. So we're talking about almost a four times better clutch team than the next up, who was the best clutch team in the NBA in the regular the whole regular season before COVID hit. That's what we're talking about in these playoffs. This is the playoff specific stats. These are playoff specific stats. We're talking about a fucking team who is four times higher in the playoffs in plus and minus, four times higher than the next highest. That's what we're talking about here. This is a team, right? Their free throw percentage is in the clutch, 88%. We don't miss free throws that often. We really don't. Jimmy has this weird thing where he's actually, we all know Jimmy's clutch. Bro, he'll shoot 10 for 10 from the line and then miss one in the clutch. It makes no sense. And then an interesting about the Heat, Interesting thing, very interesting, very, very interesting about the Heat. We don't have a single guy in any top, top five in any uh, statistical category, points, rebounds, assists, anything but Duncan Robinson and three-pointers made, not per game. On a per-game basis, we have nobody. We have nobody in a top five stat, but as a team, we are fifth in points per game, third in assist, fourth in steals, and fourth in uh, May three pointers. Now, what does that tell you about a team, huh? That means we're not star reliant, and we know that. But that's just putting it into perspective. We got to do Jimmy Butler that, like I said, he can average twenty five if he wants to. He averaged twenty two on thirteen shots a game this year. And I think he's got to step his game up against LeBron and shoot more. Be aggressive. I want him to go down on his sword. And I hope he doesn't wait till it's too late. Um, and that just shows the camaraderie of the squad and how we play. We move the ball, get everybody involved, and then whoever scores, scores. Right? And back to more clutch stats. Field goal percentage. We're shooting 51. This is all clutch time. Lakers are shooting 33% in the playoffs. 
three-point percentage. The Lakers are shooting 28%. We're shooting 36% in the clutch. And so I didn't look it up, but I bet there is less than five players. Shit, less than, I would say five to ten players that have a 500 or better record against LeBron in their career. That's actually a primary player. Jimmy Butler is one of those guys, by the way. Jimmy Butler is 17 and 17 against LeBron. And you tell me who had the better teams out of those, right? He played on the T Wolves, played on the fucking Bulls. Uh, the shit, he had two stints with the Bulls. Well, not two stints, but like two separate eras, like with D Wade and shit. And then he went to the 76ers where they were very competitive. And in those games, Jimmy's averaging 23.2 points, LeBron's averaging 24.8. I think that's pretty substantial if you ask me. It's seen, and Jimmy's always talked about his admiration for LeBron. And when you play somebody you admire, you're either going to quiver or you're going to be big balls buckets. That's his new nickname. We're coming up with new nicknames every day for this guy. Big balls buckets. That's his name. Big balls coffee, big face coffee, big balls buckets. All right. This motherfucker right here ain't scared of shit. He ain't scared of his mama, his daddy, nobody. And mostly not fucking LeBron James, all right? And that's a key component. I shit on Paul Pierce a lot, but he's right. There are people that are scared of LeBron, like, oh, it's LeBron, oh, shit. Y'all think this Miami Heat team is? Man, we got Pat Riley and Eric Spolstra telling them, hey, yo, fuck Bron Bron. Fuck LeBron. He ditched our ass, made us sign Josh McRoberts, trade for Luol Dang. We scrapped together a fucking shitty-ass team because he ditched us in the fucking nth hour. Piece of shit, fucker. And by the way, you idiots, you fucking pathetic morons asking me who I'm rooting for in this series? Are you fucking insane? It's This is a fuck LeBron podcast for however long this series lasts. You're a fucking moron. Do I think he's the GOAT? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And fuck that guy. Secondly, that was the, la- the last five games. That was the last five games of Jimmy and Braun where they uh, Jimmy averages 23 and Braun averages 24.8. That That's a – and the assist – I didn't want to calculate all the assists, bro. I, I went through all these games, bro. I literally went all through it, and I didn't. I didn't want to calculate it all. I'm sorry. Okay, they they're very even when they play. There was one game. It went into OT. Is when LeBron had that. It was when after the trade deadline when they got Isaiah Thomas. I'm going off brain power. I'm just a smart guy. When he hit the game winner over Jimmy at the free throw line in OT versus the T Wolves, Jimmy went like six for seven from three that game, and him and LeBron both dropped like 36 point triple doubles, and they were going back and forth. That is the fucking Jimmy I have to see. And I'm not saying he needs to shoot 60% from three. He has to be aggressive. I'm tired of sitting around and watch. Like, he just sits around like, is it a close game yet? No. Okay. But it works. You know, like, who am I to call it? Like I said, my favorite thing to do in my life is to tell pro athletes how to play their sport. So, fuck. That's what I like to do. What do you like to do in your fucking spare time? Jesus. That's my hobby. Now... So this whole Bam Adebayo AD thing, um, 
to me, it's not going to be that. I think like he's going to guard him somewhat. Maybe he will be the primary defender. We're going to zone their ass up, man. We are going to zone their dicks off. And by the way, we are seeing an emergence of a super – we're not talking about a star, an all-star, a superstar in BAM. I'm not kidding, man. We are seeing what he did to those Celtics. He was the – y'all cannot tell me he was not the best player in that series. He was. Just a fact. Coming off 22-11, five assists, 1.7 steals, and a block. Shooting 60% from the field. God damn. He was hitting clutch jumpers. He was hitting floaters, one-hand hooks. I mean, this guy was everywhere, blocking shots to win games, blocking shots here, still on the ball, dropping dimes. Like, he does everything, bro. And he is fun to watch. Fun player. So this is what this heat zone is going to do, right? I got all my stats here, boys. Let me tell you. The Lakers were eighth in the entire bubble, bro, in three-point shooting. Oh, wait. Look at this. They've been, they were eighth in the bubble, 12th in the fucking playoffs. Shooting 32 a game. They're 12th in the whole playoffs. And what do we do? Let me tell you what we did to the fucking Celtics. We made Marcus Smart shoot eight threes a game. He shot 32%. We made Kimball Walker shoot nine threes a game. He shot 35%. We made Jason Tatum shoot nine threes a game. He shot 31%. You know what we also did? Those guys are pretty damn good players who were making plays the series before, right? And making plays against us at some points. At some point in the series. Some games. We also forced all of them, Jalen Brown as well, but Jalen Brown was hooping because he was sitting in that corner wide open. I'm not going to shit on him. I mean, that's what he had to do. But they should have Marcus Smart played that role, and Jalen Brown should have been much more ball dominant. That is ridiculous to have your fucking second best player. It's not – I'm sorry, he's better than Kimba. I mean, Kimba's good, but come on now. Sorry, I just literally got a FaceTime randomly. Anyways, Kimba's good. He ain't better than Jalen Brown. I'll tell you that right now. Also, he shot 50%. He shot six years a game, shot 50%. But we made them all. We forced them to two plus turnovers a game, all of them. All of them forced two turnovers again to all their starters. And we got Tyson foul trouble. Do not forget that either when we're going against AD. Is AD a better defender than Tice? No fucking shit. He's a defensive player of the year candidate. All right? Every fucking year of his career. Let's not get it twisted. I'm not saying we're going to shit on him, but the fucking Heat, one, we shoot the second most fucking uh, free throws in the bubble because of Jimmy and Bam, and guess what? The Lakers fouled the second. They had the second most personal fouls in the playoffs. And we're shooting at an 82% clip from the line as a team, man. So these are the little things you have to take into account. This isn't just a LeBron and Anthony Davis versus a team. This is not what it is. And if you're being real and you really want to just talk about the rosters and you want to go down tick for tack, I'll get to that in a little bit, but shit, shit, not even close. 
The thing I'm worried about, though, in this series, I have to look at the Lakers, too. I mean, they're a great team. They got fucking two of the best players in the world, if not the two best players in the world. Yeah, I said it. Without KD, um, AD can be considered the second best player in the world. I know that's nuts. And also, if y'all know Chris, at Chris Wilson 23 I don't care. Dude, is, if you don't interact with my podcast at all, by the way, yo, I'm getting two retweets on my fucking podcast, and I'm getting over 100 views everything, every time. Who the fuck is listening to my podcast 98 times? Or are you fuckers just not sharing on social media, you pieces of shit? All right? How about you share my fucking podcast? Ass wipes. If you know Chris Wilson at Chris Wilson, K-R-I-S, capital K, capital W-I-L-S-O-N, 23. Now, this is a man who said uh, AD is not a superstar. He didn't say that last year. He didn't say that two months ago. He said that last week. Okay. Let's all shit on him. Just add him right now. Just go to your computer. Hey, you're a fucking moron. You said he's not a superstar. AD, who averages 30 and 10 in his fucking sleep. Okay. You got that done? Now click send, and we're getting back to this podcast. They got AD. A thing I'm worried about with Bam. They got AD. LeBron can guard Bam, by the way. They got JaVel McGee, and they got Dwight Howard, bro. All of them can get thrown on Bam. They have unlimited bodies for our best player right now. And Jimmy is actually our best player, but Bam is playing like he's our best player. And it's kind of like a – it's it's a different version of it, but it's a LeBron D-Wade situation where D-Wade – voice crack like I'm fucking seventh grade. It's a LeBron D-Wade situation where you're seeing a guy like Jimmy who's an OG vet. It's his team. Turn turn it over to a young – not a young – I mean, he wasn't younger. LeBron wasn't. But you get what I'm saying. Turn it over to a guy going, yo, you are actually the heart and soul of this team. You got to – this is your team. You have to ball for us to win. You have to be our best player for us to win. And I think that's a fact. I think it is. Because when those games came down close, man, the ball is either in Adebayo's hands. I don't care about who makes the shot. I do because it's Tyler Hero most of the time. And Adebayo's making a lot of those plays and getting people scared. And he rarely makes a bad decision when he's passing the ball, when he's forced to be a passer. Rarely. He rarely makes a bad decision on those dribble handoffs. He rarely does. And he sees the switch. He'll fucking fake it, get the back door cut, boom, layup, and one. You know how we do. Shit. But, yeah, they have unlimited bodies. I also don't know how they're going to match up with our small ball lineup. They could go extra big. But, I mean, let's say we take let's say we take Bam out of the game, the non-shooter. We have Jimmy at point, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, Drogic, and – Myers Leonard out there, right? You're like, that's not small. Yeah, he can shoot, though. I mean, more of a three-point shooting lineup. Dude, small ball is so uh, – small ball isn't small ball. It's your shooting lineup. That's why I don't like when they call it small ball. It's your shooting lineup. Myers Leonard is in the quote-unquote small ball lineup because he's seven foot tall and can shoot and can put a body on AD. He can't guard AD. Dear God, he can't guard me in the post. But, fuck, he's big enough to put a body. Or – if they have two bigs out there, how are they going to defend the paint if you have to sit outside? Because we're going to make the right play. You know what I mean? I think we bring out the extra big lineup tonight. I think we go Myers, Leonard, center, bam, power forward. And it doesn't take away from three-point shooting because Myers can shoot that bitch, man. So 
it's hard to start somebody like that. But if we come out with Jay Crowder, it's going to be a small ball fest, man. And if they want to start Dwight, go ahead. I think we'll have a lot of open shots. The thing is, are we going to hit them? You know, are we going to knock them down? Because Jay Crowder, dear God, please wake him up. I know he came back down to earth, but fuck. The statistics always play out, don't they? You know that evened out his uh, his three-point percentage, like his career average? That six for 30 spat he went on? Dude was shooting 10 a game, shooting 45%. And out of nowhere, this motherfucker shoots 20 for three straight games. And he just kept shooting them. God damn, I'll give him credit. Fuck. Even my fucking stroking ass paws, I would be pause. Uh, I would have been shooting that bitch too. So the thing that's going to kill us, they are a great offensive rounding team, uh, offensive rebounding team, and it's going to fucking hurt. Like when you get play great defense or they're not, or they take a bad shot and they're just fucking feasting on the boards, you know, it pisses you off. But at the same time, it was weird in that nugget series I think Spoh's going to try to find something. Because Bam is more athletic than Jokic. I I don't know if they were gang rebounding on Anthony Davis or those bigs, but they were not getting rebounds. They were not getting rebounds whatsoever. Anthony Davis had two games where he less than, like, what, five, six rebounds, something like that? Two games? In that one series and five games, he had two games where he had less than, easily less than eight. I know one game he had like three the whole game, two or some shit. Like after in the third quarter, he had zero. So if Spo can find something like that, it'll help us a lot. Lakers also turn that fucking ball over. When you play that much ISO ball and it's the ball is in the hands of LeBron that much, or AD, or even guys who like the ISO on their team that are bums like KCP, you're going to get a lot of turnovers. And we have to fucking. Take control of that. And when we turn the ball over, we are dog shit. We cannot turn the ball over against it. We have to limit our turnovers to less than eight a game. And I know that's crazy. We have to. We cannot let LeBron and AD go spy mode, get steals, chunk deep balls, get free layups. Because we're bad. We're good in transition D, but we're like, I don't know, but we're bad. It's weird. Every It feels like every time we get a turnover, they the other team fucking scores. But. The stats don't show it, but when I watch all these games, it just feels that way, you know? I'm a pessimist, though, right? Goddamn. Really going to the finals. So, AD and Braun, man, we're not really talking about how good they are, by the way. Y'all know this is this is probably – this is going to go down. It's probably the second – nah, I ain't going to say that. Fuck. It may. Shit, it may. It may go down as the second best uh, duo in history. I know you're thinking uh, – they are better than Malone Stockton already. I'm talking about skill-wise, not accomplishments. Scotty, they're so comparable to Scotty and Jordan, it's ridiculous. Um, it's just Shaq and Kobe. Kobe wasn't the best player in the world, you know. Uh, Shaq was, though. Shaq was. And LeBron is. I, I think that Kobe was a top-10 player. He wasn't top-5, though, you know. Uh, Kobe's amazing. I just think AD's so young that they can three-peat, by the way. The Lakers can We'll have to see. They're going to definitely go down top three. We'll see if they're better than Shaq and Kobe. That's hard to beat. Bold statement by me that I'm now uh, backtracking on as I talk even more. Yeah, they're top three. <laughs> but the whole 
the the tell the tape in this series, I'll tell you this. It's not gonna come game one, game two, game three, whatever you want to say. Holy shit, I fucked up this goddamn door, my 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 fucking chair. Jesus. This isn't gonna come down to um you know a single game or anything. There's gonna be once again trends. What do we talk about? Trends. I talk about sports trends, they never change usually. Man, if we start getting shit on game one on that offensive glass on the zone and they're missing shots and then we play man and they shit on us going man, we're fucked. I'm letting y'all know that right now. Because the thing is, we're lucky enough to have people that can switch on this team. The The reason that we played man a lot against the – or played zone a lot against the Celtics, they are – they have so many skilled ball handlers that can score – all that, bro. Even Marcus Smart. Marcus Smart being your what? Fifth best? God damn, they were loaded. Being your fifth best guy with the basketball, Gordon Hayward's better. Kimba Walker's better. Jason Tatum's better. Jalen Brown's better. Marcus Smart is your fifth best guy handling the rock? That's fucking nuts. That's why we did not play man. Because if they fucking, they would just pick and roll us to death. So we had to play zone. Force these guys that are good ISO players to make set shots. I think that's what we're going to do with them. But LeBron is just a different type of mind. But this is what I'm saying. This zone is going to take the ball out of his hands. It is. The only thing I'm scared of is them doing a high-low with uh, Anthony Davis and Dwight with LeBron in. Because then it's going to be, we can't stop them. If they if we have to bring Bam up from the middle and they have a high-low situation or we have to take one of the elbow defenders and bring him into the middle and leave the elbow wide open, they're going to put Danny Green or somebody over there who is – they're all ice cold. But eventually they're going to hit. They're pro players. You know, Maybe they'll go on a Crowder streak the whole series. I doubt it. But when we have to bring extra guys to the middle of that zone, they can shoot and miss and get a rebound, or they can shoot the free throw line jumper, hit it, or miss and get the rebound. This offensive rebound thing gets me paranoid. Paranoid, motherfuckers. Paranoid. You know? Um, let me take a break real quick. I'm at 26 minutes. I'm going to come back with the next segment, going over the rosters and how they match up because I'm about to run out. We know the 30-minute app. So let me stop recording. I'll be right back, man. All right. So offensive rebounds, man. I'm, I, will st- I will say those two fucking words. They don't sound like words. Any longer, I swear to you. I've just seen it too much. Seen it too much. But I think the foul trouble that we're going to get their backup bigs in is huge. And we have to. We have to drive on this fucking basketball team. We can shoot, and they give up a lot of threes, by the way. And we showed y'all what we do to teams that give up threes. The Bucks. And the thing is, our three-point shooters are playmakers. That's what people want to dumb down. Like Stephen A. Smith. He says, I love Tyler Hero. I love him. I'm like, no, you don't, because you keep calling him a sniper. Stop calling him a – and now he calls him a baller because he had 37. This dude the whole year is acting like he's a specialist. All he can do is shoot. I know he hadn't watched a goddamn game the whole fucking year except it was on ESPN. He needs to shut his ass up. He hasn't watched us. Goddamn. He watched us less than he's been watching his fucking hairline all these years. Christ. Talking about Tyler Hero is a shooter. He's just a flat-out shooter. No, he is a baller. Don't get it twisted, all right? You motherfucker. Anywho, back to these uh, these rosters, man. 
they just they're not comparable, right? Let's go down the line. Okay. I don't have to pull up the uh the Heat roster, but I'll pull up the fucking Lakers roster. I know it by heart, but you know what? Fuck, I was off off rip. I'll just exit out of this. So let's go down starting lineup. All right. Let's say, okay, best players in the series. Easily, 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 right? LeBron, AD. Simple as that. Okay. Good job, Captain Obvious. Let's go down more. We're going to name the top, let's say, 10. We're going to go top 10 players in this series. All right. No really specific order, but really specific order, honestly. Uh, Bam, Jimmy, Goran Drogic, Tyler Hero. Should I keep going? I will keep naming Heat players. Who y'all going to put up there? Dwight Howard? Kyle Kuzma? Kyle Kuzma averaged as many points as fucking Tyler Hero this year. What the fuck are y'all smoking? Those last three games against the fucking Nuggets, his his high, he played 26 minutes was his high, and he averaged fucking, his average points, eight plus, 10 points a game, bro. We're talking about a dude that dropped his, his high in the series. What was it? Let's see. 11. <laughs> Where y'all want me to put him on the series board, bro? Honestly, like I'm not joking. So this is what I'm talking about here. Let's just keep going down. Uh, let's just keep going down. All right, so we have... Jesus, sorry. I'm over here looking up rosters and shit. Okay. Braun, AD, Jimmy, Bam. Uh, uh, Goran Dragic. I'm trying to compare these. It's not really comparable. God damn, we have a way better roster. I'm putting these players over the next player, all right? Tyler Hero. Duncan Robinson's sniping ability, they don't have a shooter like that. Danny Green falls in there somewhere, maybe? Above Jay Crowder and Andre Guadalla? KCP? I'm not putting him in any list. I'm putting him in a list where they can... Who, who can score the least points in a three-game stretch? That's the only one I'm putting him in. So we're talking about a team that honestly is depending on two guys, and they want a couple guys to hit a couple shots, right? Or depend on one guy to hit a lot of shots. Rajon Rondo's going to do his thing. Rondo's up there in the in the hierarchy of the, the, the actual list, you know? Sorry, I, my brain got scrambled when I started trying to rate people. I just think – I think Miami has – Six of the top ten players in the series, if not more. And they have LeBron and AD, so they have two other players that probably make it. I just don't think so. Our whole starting lineup plus the – like, I don't know. Jay Crowder, by the way, is a top-tier defender that will be on LeBron. I'm not saying he's going to lock him up. Nobody's locking up LeBron except for possibly Bam. And and we have Iggy, the quote-unquote LeBron stopper, I don't believe in that. And if you've watched us, Iggy has made so many dumbass plays on defense, it's hurting my heart. But if you saw what he did in game six, he's still that dude that you can rely on in the biggest moments of the season. Somehow, some way, 
this motherfucker, <laughs> this guy is going to show up in big games. And it's, it's baffling to me. He had no legs. None of that. And this dude pops up in the bubble and is hooping, you know? And it was just cool to see. He, he's been balling. I got to give him his credit. He's been balling, man. So, to me, it just seems like the perfect matchup, right? And please don't count us out, man. I've been telling you all this whole year, don't count us out of this fucking series. LeBron James is 1-8 in his last nine uh, uh, game one appearances in the finals. So we have to take advantage of that right there, him filling out the series, and we have to fucking come out to kill them. First fucking quarter, come out and get a 15-point lead on their ass. We have to. We have to come out and blitz them. We can't come out trying to fill them out. There's nothing to fill out with the Lakers. They're going to man you up, and they're going to bruise your ass in the paint. We got to deal with that shit, and we defend the paint very well, and we do not foul a lot. So... In this series to end it, my official, I already said what, it, what I want it to be, but my official, this is my official fucking pick. Heat and seven. Heat and seven. And dumb dozing off, like daydreaming about us winning a title for real, for real. Dude, if we win a fucking title versus LeBron. It's going to suck for me in about three weeks, though. Four weeks when I have to defend LeBron being the GOAT because he played the best team he's ever played in the finals other than the Warriors. <laughs> I'm going to have to sum up that argument. I have to put it together. Patchwork. But I'm telling y'all, you have to watch for this, Okay. Watch for Drogic's shooting percentage. Watch for them trying to bully Duncan Robinson on the defensive end, which they will. LeBron's going to pick and roll him every possession. Just watch for that. And watch Jimmy's aggressiveness. And again, offensive rebounds. And don't look at the uh, statistics when it comes to three-point shooting with us or them. We need to go off how many open looks are they getting. Okay. Because our guys can get on fire like that, okay? Like that quickly, man. Very quickly. So, you know, guys, probably wasn't as analytical as you thought. But, uh, you know, I wrote down some notes in about 10, 15 minutes. You know what I'm saying? I did what I could do. And, uh, you know, like I said, watch out for foul trouble on Bam as well as the other bigs. It's going to be one or the other. And then I think Myers Leonard – and Kelly O are going to get a lot of playing time this series. And if Solomon Hill touches that goddamn floor, I'm losing my mind, even though he can play defense. All right, guys. So, Heat and fucking seven. We're burning Miami down. We're burning it down. We're burning LeBron's legacy into flames. If he loses this, by the way, you know what? I'm going to keep going about the LeBron legacy thing. We're going to do that. That's what I'm going to cover right now. Goddamn. Great topic. Look at me. Ba-pop, ba-pop. Ba-pow. We're gonna burn his legacy, man. If we if he if we beat if we beat them, say whatever you want, right? Three and seven is nasty. That's an ugly record. Three and six is still ugly, but at least you have some narratives to help you out. And they're not even narratives; they're just facts. Okay, one, 
the one that everybody never talks about is when he gets swept in 07, right? Which is fair. Because, good God almighty, he was a fucking 23-year-old kid playing against one of the greatest organizations that sports has ever seen, much less the NBA. Right? They just broke, I think, a 20-year run of making the playoffs every year. This year, the Spurs. That's insanity. Uh, so... Then the next finals he goes to, 2010, the taint. The taint. <laughs> it is. It is the taint of his fucking legacy. It is the asshole of his legacy, bro. It's a, it's a dark pit. And the thing was, that started the, the, the real narrative. And people don't want to agree with this, but I have said this for years. Everyone treats every series like it is the Maverick series. They truly do. They really do, and it pisses me off. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to talk about LeBron. and just, I'm like, dog. He shit the bed that year, came back with a vengeance, went back-to-back, back, came back the next year. He beat the Spurs and a young GOAT team. Like, time is going to do LeBron well when they look back on who was on the fucking Thunder team if you don't look at age. Like, the common fan going like, yo, wait, he faced James Harden, Russell Westbrook, and Kevin Durant? in the same series and beat them in five. Yeah, yeah, he did. And KD averaged 30, and he beat him in five. Um, then, then the next year, beat the Spurs. Game seven, clutch shot to go up four. That was obviously the Ray Allen shot. The whole, like, he saved his legacy. All right, cool. I mean, LeBron single-handedly brought them back. Had two bad turnovers in the last minute, 30, but also went on his own 12-0 run. Okay, I was in the Buffalo Wild Wings about to literally cry. Literally cry. 2013, I was 18. I was about to be an 18-year-old crying in Buffalo Wild Wings. And then it happened. The Bostrich rebound kicks it out to the corner while Tim Duncan is out of the game. Ray Allen puts up the three. Bang! Then he looks and tells him to get the gold ropes to fuck off the floor because that's what they do when they're about to celebrate somebody winning the title. They bring the gold ropes out. And he said, get those gold ropes the fuck off the floor. He said, this shit ain't over. And LeBron hit the shot before that. So they win that series because LeBron is the greatest Game 7 performer ever. I believe he dropped 37, 13, and 6 or 7. And hit the game-closing shot uh, to put four in Kawhi's fucking lip. Y'all's goat. Y'all's braided goat. Dear God, you poor souls. And then he goes back against the Spurs. He was literally dominating the series. Lost in five. It happens. D-Wade was fat as fuck, man. Had no knees. Um, then he left. God damn, this dude keeps going to the fucking finals. 2015, gets to the finals. Loses Kyrie game one, but lost Kevin Love prior when Kevin Love was actually a good basketball player, too. He was averaging like 20 that season. Um. Lost Kyrie game one, dropped 27, uh, Kyrie did, and had the game-saving block on Curry at the rim to go to OT. And LeBron had arguably – he had the greatest finals performance other than D-Wade that I've seen in my lifetime. And do I really remember that D-Wade finals? Hell no. I've gone back and watched it, though, and it was insane. Y'all keep talking about how rigged it was for the free throws – Dog, y'all understand that man was hitting facial jumpers the last 
uh, game five it was, they were down 12 with four minutes left. And this dude was fucking, Josh Howard was getting his fucking weed stuffed down his goddamn throat with his pothead ass. That dude was coughing on that fucking pack D-Wade was giving him. Right in his lip. This is a LeBron segment, Hunter. Jesus. I could do a three-hour pod on Dwayne Wade. Y'all don't want that shit. Because I, y'all don't understand how underrated he is all time because of his injury history. By the way, dude is top 10 in playoff points and had LeBron as a teammate. And when LeBron left, he carried us one game away from the fucking Eastern Conference Finals and it's 34, 35. God damn, man. Come on. Anywho, LeBron segment. LeBron segment. LeBron segment. Lost in six. He lost in six, averaging what? 35, 16, and eight. Oh, in a wild stat of that series that I'll never forget. When LeBron was off the floor, they were 0 for 26 from three when LeBron was off the floor, so they couldn't get an open shot. And LeBron was only off the floor. That was a whole series. That tells you how much he had to play. Then the next year, he plays the Warriors again. He wins 3-1 comeback, one of the greatest accomplishments in sports history, tied up with Cleveland's 50-year drought, 52-year drought with a title. Comes back the next year. KD is the biggest fat cock pussy in the whole world. Uh, his his fucking oh vagina Durant, bro. This guy literally didn't ruin the NBA. He just ruined the NBA for a couple years. It was a even dude. Draymond's on national television going like, "Yeah, we lost to the Cavs on a buzzer beater." And then after they connected, it was like, we're just waiting for the title. And let's not get it twisted, man. LeBron did have a supporting cast, but we're talking about the most talented team ever. He did get swept the next year, but he put up 52 in game one, and they lost because J.R. Smith was high as fuck off that Henny. Henny boys. And, yeah, it's just like LeBron's losing finals averaging a 30-point triple-double. That's what happened against KD. Is that not insane? He averaged a 30-point triple-double and lost the series for real. Like that really happened. And he had a teammate averaging 27. Kyrie averaged 27. And he was averaging a 30-point triple-double, and he lost a series. And I named it the last podcast. Dude, they had to score 120 to even compete, to not lose by 20. The fucking Warriors were like, oh, you put up 120, we'll put up 152. Like, bro, the only game the Cavs won in that series, they put up 130-something points. Kevin Love hit like six threes or some shit. Like, that's what you had to do to beat that team. And luckily, LeBron fans know that. But to the general public, it's just, you got to win it somehow or another. Michael Jordan would have won it, which is so dumb. He hadn't faced a team that even is comparable to any of the teams that LeBron has faced other than the 2010 Mavericks. He hasn't faced anything nearly as talented. Nothing close. LeBron's gone against a top 10 player all time in what? Three? Three of his series? Three of his finals? He faced Tim Duncan. The other one, he faced Dirk, fucking top 15 player. Goes against Kevin Durant three times. I mean, and Steph Curry in between those. Like, we're not talking about like he... And that whole narrative of uh, MJ, no legends won when MJ was in the league. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. 
Didn't Larry Bird sweep his ass three years in a row? What the fuck were you watching? He lost his first nine playoff games. Those years don't count? Dear God. Motherfuckers. Quit lying. Quit burning tapes. Did Penny and Shaq not beat him when he came back his first year? I think they did. You stupid ass motherfuckers. Good God. Can you at least be honest when you talk about him? I don't care if you put him as your goat. Just be honest. Just be honest, okay? Just be honest. But it is fuck LeBron. So what this will do for his... Dude, they're a 3-1 to one favorite, bro. They're for real a 3-1 to one favorite. Like, for real. <laughs> if they lose this, man, this would be bad. It And it's to me, it's not even how... They lose. I'm sorry. I am a diehard Heat fan. I think we are an amazing team. I think we are. But I think LeBron is great enough. If AD's having, but if AD just straight up chokes, which I don't think is going to happen, if he averages like 18 and nine, which is so, that is so wild to even talk about, as good as he's fucking playing right now, by the way. He's hitting game winners, hitting three pointers, hitting mid range, dunking, open, passing. Fucking smoking, drinking I, on the low. I'm drinking on the low. Further saying, drink. That's a okay. Anyways, sorry. Listen, I'm scared of this team. I am frightened. But you know what? My hope is high. Unless he chokes completely, LeBron should have enough firepower to take over this game, man. I'm sorry. They got their team defense is great, by the way. The Lakers, they just suck at guarding the three. But if they're defending, if they're defending the paint well, and we have to, for, I think what's going to happen is, unfortunately, we're going to have a lot of turnovers early, and then we're going to have to adjust. But we can't let them get a big lead early, you know. So that's all I'm saying. I think that we can burn his legacy to the ground, and he will be cemented as number two, and that would suck. And in the moment, if we beat LeBron, it's a big if. In the moment, people are going to have him at the bottom of their top five. I guarantee it. Guarantee. Woo! That's what Charles did. Guarantee. Woo! So, but yeah, man, I'm, I'm, if you're being honest with me, I think my team can win this finals. And that's all I care about. I have faith in my fucking squad. That we can ruin this man's legacy. Do I want to? Not really. But guess what? If I got to ruin my second favorite basketball player ever's legacy to win another fucking title without him, you're damn fucking straight. I want his legacy burned to the ground, throw his fucking crown on Bam and Jimmy's head. Heat and fucking seven.